What's your favorite time of the week, Johnny? Let's talk about that. Case of the Mondays. That's right, baby. We're back as we are every Monday and excited to join you for more stimulating conversation. What if we miss a Monday? I don't like the. You put a lot of pressure on us. Yeah. We've been pretty consistent. We've been a long time, so. I would say we've been consistent for us. <laughs> well, I mean. I mean, this you... isn't our job, so this is pretty good. Yeah. For. Yeah, like, yeah, we don't really. Just to be clear, even with, a, with, some, <laughs> with with some patrons, which we're so grateful for, it's not like that. You and I take home a paycheck from this. You know what I'm no. saying? Like it's a um, we do uh, it because we do it for the love of the game. We do. It's like people say about college athletes. Like they, I like college sports because they do it for the love. It's like they, meanwhile, these college athletes are like, I'm going pro <laughs> and I am going to buy the biggest mansion. <laughs> <laughs> I like the game a lot, but yeah, yeah. So it's uh, this is the for us. Heading, well, we're not quite in the last week of October, but yeah. we're we're knocking on the door a little bit, and uh, knocking on the door of an Alabama just destroying. Just we're going to get killed, right? Good. You know, yeah. It's not the third Saturday in October though, so maybe with that break of tradition, we break with the tradition of getting hammered. Yeah, we're we fell apart. Last we're not week. good, and we don't talk. We've not talked about Vol. Yeah, we don't talk about the Vols in a long time, so we don't need to linger here. But I've just. It just when you said late October, I was like, "Oh yeah, we're about to get killed by Alabama." Yeah, I don't listen, man. I so how you head into Georgia at halftime, leading in the last six quarters. What have we been outscored? Something like fifty-five to seven, or something like it. It didn't go well for yeah. us after that. So I just think what I, did he say at halftime? <laughs> just completely demoralized. Yeah, I think we're better. Than the last six quarters, I really do. Like, we, what could he have said that it, that that look boys that off topic just coming up? These mask mandates are an attack <laughs> on our rights. Now let's get out there and like, what could he have said that would have been that? I don't know, man. It was as if half the team forgot how to play football after that. Whatever yeah. it was, that's a great. I wonder if we got maybe there was like poison in the Gatorade or something, some sort of. Well, nobody died, John. Well, John, there are poisons that don't kill you. Have Wait you not minute. got into poisoning? Have you never, have you never researched poisoning? <laughs> Let me see your Google history. Oh, uh, well, I'm an How amateur. to poison your co-host without any... I'm an amateur poisonist, so... As they A say. poisonist? Yeah. Hmm. So. Yeah, my wife watches enough true crime stuff that I think that she either thinks there's no way to get away with it because it's always about people that have been caught. But yeah. there are ones that she listens to that's like, and they never found them. And she's like, oh, Ooh, what did they that? use? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what were what their methods? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, we started a show called Endeavor. It is a British show like set, I would say, late 50s. A period piece. And it's like, <clears throat> it's like... Um, Inevitably, irrevocably... The guy's Guilty. name, his first name is Endeavor. Is Endeavor Morse is his name. Okay. And he so it's a little bit it's a little bit Sherlock Holmes, but he's kinda like the misfit detective okay. that is obviously gifted. He during the war he was Well even Sherlock was that way. He was yeah. kind of like socially awkward, but he Yeah. Yeah. But he's like not like only a few people know that he's gifted and I guess he did a lot of like code breaking during the war, so he's oh, okay. like on this other level of seeing the clues. And the episodes are an hour and a half. It's oh, like wow. It's like a movie. movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's eight seasons of it. Holy moly. So we just watched the first one. It took us two nights. And 
when I, I told Laura this morning, I was like, at the end of it, you watched the first season. It took you two nights. No, no, one. The first episode. Oh, how did the first, how did one episode take you two nights? We just didn't watch. Johnny, we just don't sit there and watch all night. It's an hour and a half. You don't We've, have an hour and a half. I don't know. There's a lot of interruptions in our lives. <laughs> so yeah, and so yeah, you fall asleep, all kinds of things. So basically, well, I watched some of the debate last night, so that's that part yeah. of the deal. Which I'm sure you did. It was too. a whole other endeavor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which white 70-plus-year-old prone to incoherent ramblings are you going to choose to lead us <laughs> to the you, next four years? It is something to say that no matter who wins the election, we will have the oldest president in American yeah. history. Which that, I don't even know that, that, what to do with that. That should be, we should be going the other direction, right? Because we're like, we're getting a lot smarter, savvy people. But I guess they just don't want the job. Why oh. would you want that job? I theorize it. It takes a lot more money now than it did earlier in history. I think a lot of people, to me, I remember when they blamed Hurricane Katrina on George Bush, and I was like, I don't think this job is as attractive anymore as people think it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, that's how I feel sometimes about pastoring. I've told the staff, like, I did not sign up for, like, weekly yeah. epidemiology, like, decision-making like, right. What are we going to do with this and that? Like, this is not what I thought I would be doing right now in yeah. this. And being I, the mask police and being the whatever. Or how are you going to enforce it in a way that's responsible yet also... Respectful to visitors. You know, respectful, responsible, and practical all at the same oh, time. Oh, I didn't have alliteration. I know, I was working on it. Respectful, responsible, responsible uh, react, righteous. Reactive. And, <laughs> yeah, no, so, but it's a... Yeah, it was one of those mysteries, though, when you got to the end. Yeah. They tied too many strings together into one. Yeah. It was like, oh, wow. He knew the whole time. Was he didn't know the whole time. That endeavor, bro. But when he figured it out, it was like, oh, it was like, oh, so he saw the gravestone. And, and so then he knew from the records that the, the vicar, which is the pastor, right. was this. He had done the burial of this, and the pastor had walked in on a murder, and he had left all these clues. He didn't want to tell anybody because he was hiding a secret himself. Don't spoil but it, John. It was like, people are just... There's a lot here. Like I, I get it, but I could see yeah. an editor, if I'd written that, going, hey. This is a lot. This was too much. So you know? It's a gumbo. But they have eight seasons, so there's hope for me that I can be verbose and complicated and put it if all together. Names Endeavor, you better do something pretty grand. No kidding. I was thinking about names that you might have named your kid 10 years ago, not realizing it's going to be a name that they get made fun of a lot. Because yeah. like, if you name somebody a name that the kids can just take a rhyme of it and make fun of them, Patty, yeah. Fatty Patty, whatever. Ugh. If you're going to be a Patricia, you're going to be Fatty Patty on yeah. the playground, whatever. But like, what if you, like I was thinking about like, what if you named your kids Alexa and Siri? <laughs> It was harmless then. <laughs> yeah. But now right. it's going to be. Alexa, bring me a ball. Exactly. Yeah. Alexa, <laughs> give me your lunch money. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, I can see it now. But yeah, so it's like, uh, you know, it's like we named our dog COVID. I couldn't have known. <laughs> you know, you don't know when you do these things. <laughs> it's such a popular dog name. It was. I was Just like, a few oh, years ago. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> I named my dog COVID. Oh my gosh. But yeah, what? there's just, yeah, you can't know. Like your daughter's Sadie. Right. That's not a family name, though, right? Uh, no. Okay. Just a cool name. So Laura wanted to name Sadie Bianca. Oh, wow. Yeah. And That's kind of a blending of like Old South with something like exotic South American <laughs> vibe, right? Bianca to me is very California. It's very much like, hey, let's grab your boards. We're going out. Me yeah. and Bianca. You know, I just... Maybe. And I always think of Bonaca, the Bonaca. breath spray. So they even make Bonaca anymore? I don't know. We've already talked about Tab. <laughs> now Bonaca's gone too? How can we... 
Yeah. Well, a breath spray now, you know, I have a Listerine breath spray now. Do you? Yeah, I use it when I cough at night some. If you can spray it directly into the back of your throat. Seems it, like that make you cough more. It's very No, like, and like, it's like a stinging stop the itch, but it also makes your eyes water a little bit. <laughs> you caught, you cleared your throat as we were leaving the restaurant today. You oh, I so made those people nervous right next to us. And uh, they looked up, they had their back to you, but they looked up like, seriously? <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought about it. I didn't have my mask on. We were outside. I pointed like he's got it. <laughs> you guys are both. Hey, you guys have a good day. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, they weren't just trying to sit outside and be safe. No, that was a clearing of the throat because I had coffee. And mm. so you know how that is. No. You don't because you're not. Co- are you saying coffee makes you coffee? <laughs> <laughs> is that what you're saying? I've never heard that before. You have coffee that makes you clear your throat? Uh, How much milk it, are you putting in it's this? It's the cream, yeah. It's sometimes dairy will make my throat need to be cleared. Yeah. <clears throat> so after almost every meal, I have coffee, and between every meal, and then before every meal. So there's a lot of coffee and dairy going into to, to me. So, uh, well, one thing we didn't talk about last week that I was kind of getting into with the whole tab conversation, not to be totally like recall, but like they stopped making tab finally. Uh, and we, I didn't know they were making it still at all, but they've been making it for like 12 people that still want it on a right. Facebook forum. So Coca-Cola company's been like, okay, we'll still make it, even though it's not making us any money. And then they just went, we got to cut something out. Our business is, everybody's hurting. We're stopping making tabs. So it's probably like people are up in arms that left tab. But I was thinking, what product, or like even a fast food sandwich or whatever, it went away that you're like, why would they? How could they? What do you miss? Like what candy do you think from your childhood? Or like, like for me, Taco Bell used to make a chili cheese burrito called a Chilito. Oh, yeah. And I used to eat the heck out of those. Uh, okay, mine is also Taco Bell. Yeah. Mexi Melt. Beef Mexi Melt. Oh, right. Melt. Beef Mexi Melt. Yeah. They, they got rid of the and best thing the on the menu. And now the Mexican pizza's gone, too. No, I had one Mexican, like... Mexican pizza's gone. A couple months ago when was, I was way off That's when it happened. A couple months. Mexican pizza's Mexican pizza is a staple. No. I mean, not like a... But thing, here's the thing. You're saying, how often did you have it? See, it's the thing with the old store of like, how could that be gone? But you've not been there in a year. How long were you were you keeping Mexican pizzas afloat? In high school, I was. Yeah. Mexi melts and Mexican pizzas, buddy. Me and some that friends. That was 20 years ago, John. That More than 20. Well, hey, I made an investment back then. I want to return today. You know, if, look, here's what I want. Those moments when I'm not on keto yeah. for the weekend or whatever, and I want to do something to treat myself, Johnny. Treat I want to yourself. treat myself. I want to pull through a Taco Bell, and I want to go back in time get to high Mexican school L- and get whatever I want. Mex- it's comfort food. It was so melty. That was what was so great. Hence the name. Yeah. But it was Mexi like this melt. big, hot, I don't know. It's like they steamed a little burrito is what yeah. they did. Mm-hmm. It's a tiny burrito with a smaller amount of ingredients in it. I want to know who they're, who they're like pulling mm-hmm. to come up with these decisions. Well, I think if you're older, it's got to be the candies, right? If you go to Cracker Barrel, they've tried to resurrect all these old candies. Yeah. Like you go in there, there's Necco wafers, uh-huh. which are like, uh, it's like, I don't know how to describe them. If you've never had a Necco like wafer. Styrofoam. No, they're like a smarty, but they're big and flat, like a communion wafer. But they're not. There's not very much flavor in them. Mm. It's just sugar. But they're not very good. Here's what I want to know. See, but there was somebody who grew up with Necco wafers, like Necco wafers were everything I, I love. But I want to know why can't we get on whatever polling program or right. whatever company is doing this and have someone ask me about candy corn? As we had in Halloween, yeah. I don't understand how this candy has survived. Like some it, people eat. They must be some. Somebody's eating it. Johnny, they can't be. I think that, I wonder how much they sell just to put the two in your teeth like you're a vampire. That's maybe you buy a whole bag to do that. You get the little giggle, 
You're done for the year. You put it away. Lewis Black used to do a bit about that, about how all the candy corn that's ever, all the candy corn that's ever been made was made in 1942. <laughs> and every year the candy corn fairies come and they gather it up from the trash and they repackage it. And that's Because I know no one's going to eat it. It's fine. Even worse than the candy corn are the weird, like, gigantic pumpkin tea-like candles made of candy corn. Have you seen those? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> it's All they're missing is a wick. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> well, Laura keeps a jar, so she, she does this really cool thing. Like every month, right on our our counter, she has like a little. Uh, I guess it, I don't know if it's a lazy Susan or if it's just like a round little. Uh, let's not listen. <laughs> let's not work shame. <laughs> My aunt Susan. Uh, it ha- it's like a little round. I don't know display. What I don't know what you'd call it. Yeah, it's little wood. And then she writes like a verse or a, some piece of poetry, something for the season. So it's yeah. very seasonal on there. In candy corn. Like, you know, if we're heading into Thanksgiving, it'll no. be like it'll be like some, you know, gratitude message or, or, or verse or something. And then she puts some sort of fall foliage around it or something. And so this one, but it has a little jar. And inside the jar usually is some sort of candy. And it's really usually not for us. It's for, for Sadie and for Nani. They both like candy. And we're usually trying not to eat candy. So for this month, candy corn, because Sadie will eat candy corn. And I don't understand it. It's the one thing Laura and I both agree upon is like, no, we eat almost everything, but we will not touch candy corn. It's just gross. It's like wax. It's just like eating orange wax. Yeah. It's like a couple of, I don't know, like every now and again, if you see it on a table, you might grab a couple of pieces. It's almost like you forget. Yeah. And then you immediately remember. Yeah. Oh, this is what's oh, wrong. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. This did nothing for me, but make my day worse. Remember um, Fun Dip? That was something. Just a like a bag, a bag of sugar. Bag of sugar. The stick was, you lick the stick, you dip that in there, that gets the sugar. It's a yeah. conveyance. But then you're, then you kind of eat the stick and you're like, now what do I do? Then you just... You ate a stick of sugar being dipped in sugar and literally your own you saliva did, was the adhesive between the betwixt the two. Yeah, if you were describing it, you'd be like, this is the grossest yeah. candy. You keep, although I guess your saliva is already within your own mouth, but you don't generally take it out and put it back in over and over again. Yeah. Like you're... It's weird. You're, you say equivalent. You're spitting on a stick, yeah, and then sticking it back in your mouth after you get a bunch of sugar. You're to stick making to it. out with a bag of sugar. <laughs> it's an unnatural act. Do they don't have those anymore? I don't know. It's like some of the stuff you wonder. I remember Big League Chew, uh-huh. but then they thought that that encouraged kids to use tobacco. Yeah. So there was a while they didn't make. I don't know if they still make Big League Chew, but I remember like that was the thing of like. Are we encouraging kids? Is it like a gateway chew? <laughs> you know? Well, I mean, it's stringy just like tobacco. It's, yeah, and it's in a, it's literally called chew. It's in a pouch. Yeah, yeah. and it's for, it's for a baseball player. Yeah. I mean, it's got a baseball player on it. And so, no, it was for that. It's so that, hey, you could be like your favorite baseball player without using tobacco. Yeah. Of course, candy cigarettes, that's the other one. Oh, like, man. I don't. I've never, I don't know if they still make those or not. Surely they do. <laughs> they probably sell them at Cracker Barrel. Well, stigma for cigarette smoking is worse than stigma for drinking now. I'd say by two times, three times. People, I mean, yeah. you'll get a lot of looks for smoking when it used to be that way for drinking. It was like the opposite, it seems like. But we've we've adjusted our, Yeah, it's not a morality issue anymore. I think it's a health issue. And My favorite candy, no, they have the little candy sticks in, uh, like peppermint sticks, but they're different flavors in. Cracker Barrel that you can get. You like the clove? My favorite name of one is Whorehound. Oh, yeah. That's a that's a real... And yeah. I, don't, I can't even describe it. It's almost like a root beer-y flavor. Yeah, it's, it's very like licorice Yeah. Yeah. Whorehound. Yeah. Yeah, it's a thing. 
Absolutely. Do you do you remember what what your mom's favorite ice cream flavor was? Because I have noticed. I want to say that my father in law they were in they came through. I think this was by the way how disciplined I was. We left a restaurant. Laura and her mom went because it's her birthday this week. They went to go shopping for a minute together for a birthday. Sadie and me and Papa, Laura's dad, are driving. And Papa loves ice cream as much as Sadie does, as much as I do. Like, we're all ice cream people. But So I took him over to the new Haagen-Dazs, and I didn't go in, Johnny. I didn't uh, get any ice cream. Oh, what's, but, what in the world? Yeah, I just was like, I'm not doing ice cream today. Like, I'm trying to eat better uh, for at least a couple weeks until I go on a trip. But yeah. And so uh, when they came out, he had, I'm pretty certain, a butter pecan. And my dad always ate butter pecan. You don't see our generation eating a lot of butter pecan ice cream, but I feel like that our parents' generation, like that was the, that was I their had, whorehound. Like it was I their had butter, thing. I had butter pecan ice cream last night. No, you, you did not. I did. I have it in my freezer in my house. Wow. I like butter pecan. Well, you are kind of older though. Well, here's the thing. There's ice cream that I would eat that I don't buy for our house because it has gluten in it. So I can't get cookies and cream. I can't get. Butter pecan has no gluten? No. Really? No, because it's just butter. It's just butterscotch or caramel or whatever, and then and then pecan chunks. There's no gluten in it, so curry can have it. So I have to choose if like you, a flavored ice cream that doesn't have like chunks of gluten in it. So you <laughs> double can I gluten? Get the, uh, can butter I get the pecan du- gluten? Can I get the double gluten chunk? <laughs> so yeah, so yeah, that's what we do sometimes. So so I might choose a cookies and cream. I might choose a. I don't like cookie dough, but I might choose a like. What's the one that has the little pieces of cone in it? That's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, that's all the whole thing. So you have to, you have to listen. There's a give and a take to marriage, John. Oh, there is. I would so say. We, but I would say butter pecan is definitely an old person's ice cream. Wow. You just came out and said it. Mint chocolate chip, old person's ice cream. Because you're like, is, uh, this, is this mint chip? Is this frozen toothpaste? You Sometimes you're eating and you go, am I eating frozen toothpaste? Honestly. Okay. That's one of my favorite ice creams. Yeah. So is this, is this a, an indictment or a reflection? I think it's our, a debate. Let's age? get this going. Maybe. Well, well, we're older than we might like to admit. So a lot of people would say, yes, it's an old person's ice cream and you're old people. <laughs> <laughs> Both can be true. Allison told me yesterday, cause what, she's 27? Maybe. She yeah. was like, it's, she was like, it's weird to me that you're 41 Mm-hmm. Because I consider us friends, you know, and I was like, well, is that because you're an old soul or because I'm still young at heart? Like which one? Let it be the second. But, Meet in the middle. But she went on to remind me that she had married someone significantly older than her. So it probably was that she's an old soul. Yeah. Because, you know, Jeffrey's Jeffrey's seven years older than Allison. Yeah. So which say she's talked about in the podcast before, everybody. I'm not making it's not stuff. A scandal. Not, it's nothing. Everything on, was literally on the up and up. The best guy I've ever met. It was all fine. But then she she did ask me like she has asked me, what if Sadie brought home somebody? Oh, right. Seven years. I was like, man. Yeah, you were all pushing it when it was like, oh, you got to give this guy a chance. Well, I did actually, in all honesty, reply. And I mean this. I'd kill him, bury him in the yard. <laughs> <laughs> in all honesty, if she brings home a Jeffrey, yeah. then let's talk. You know what I'm saying? Because he was. He was he was just this perfect this great, great he's not perfect, Jeffrey, but But how do you get past your biases to even get to know the Jeffrey? Well if you're the parent. In our case, there were You other, knew him because he was in your youth group. Right. And he there was were other your, adults yeah. involved who spoke with the parents who yeah. said, hey, listen, we know we know this guy because we've had him since he was 12 or whatever. And we're telling you this is not your average you yeah. know, situation kind of thing. Um, and I think – but I don't know. I, well, I need other adults. Listen to something we talk about a lot and yeah. not just community. But 
in my life as a parent, I've really had this assumption because I spent 15 years working with kids and being the cool adult in everybody's life, being the one they all go to. They don't want to go to their parents, and I'm always trying to help them back to their parents and bring peace and all those things. I thought, mm-hmm. well, I got this on the parental front because I could be both. Right. I could be the cool adult who is the parent, and that doesn't exist. <laughs> like, it's just you can't. You can't be – like, I see Sadie, and I think we have a – really great relationship and and she you know we laugh together we listen to her music together like it's so funny i was singing ariana grande falsetto in the car yesterday when she had it playing you know like i'm just that dad who's making choices like and we'll talk about whether this is the clean version or we'll talk about whether or not but i realized me trying to rail against ariana grande is probably not going to send sadie anywhere to age 12 and also remember at her age I didn't really know what all the lyrics meant. I I don't I didn't know till now. Laura and I listen to 90s music all the time on the road trips and we'll hear it like, "Oh man, I sang that and I really didn't get yeah. exactly what it was saying." So me pointing out all the bad things in all of Sadie's music is actually showing her bad things that she probably doesn't she's not going to care about cuz she'll move on to the next artist. That know? would be like backmasking for us. Yeah. Like she doesn't know it, but it's getting in her spirit. <laughs> well, and I tell her that, like, hey, and she's she's very like, yeah. When you I don't listen wanna... to another one bites the dust, what you might be hearing is it's fun to smoke marijuana. <laughs> backwards. Is that what it says backwards? I don't know. That's what I don't know. I don't know. So but so <laughs> <laughs> all that being said, I now see that I need other adults mm-hmm. who and I need not be offended. I need other adults who Sadie trusts who thinks are cool. And like we have a thing, I want to be that for you, John. You can be that. So she, we have a list of people. And let, you're, let me get cool, and then well, she well, she I'll does think out. you're cool. She, oh, she watches nice. your comedy special and then does your your bits and stuff. That's nice. So yeah, what did she say the other day? I started to say something. I was like, we you know what Uncle Johnny says. I say it all the time. You know what Uncle Johnny says, and then she'll quote the bit before I can say it. What was the thing? <sighs> I don't know what it was. It was great. You're very funny and very cool. Oh, stop. And But the deal is like, okay, if you feel that, let me remind her of this. It's been a while since I told her. Hey, if you feel that daddy is being unfair mm. and completely, you know, unreasonable yeah. with something I'm doing, then you have permission to go to this group of people that I live life with. You can go to Mr. Matt. You can go to Uncle Johnny. You can go to Uncle Andrew. You can go to right. whomever. And you can state your case to them. And that's fine. And if. They'll like we're the Supreme Court. Yeah. You can go tell them, call them, whatever. And here's the deal. If they agree with you and they come to me, because I take correction from them all the time. If yeah. they come to me and tell me, hey, you're probably doing this the wrong way, then it'll work. I don't think you'd take correction of me from me about raising your daughter, though. <laughs> you'd be like, okay, Johnny. Call me when you got your own kids. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, here's the thing. You can get... If it was something peripheral, though, to necessarily parenting, it, you might, yeah. Yeah, if I'm like being, you know, that scripture always jumps out to me, fathers don't exasperate your children. Yeah. I didn't understand that one because I felt like I'm this really reasonable guy, but there's something about being a dad mm-hmm. that you, there's this line between mercy and you trying to keep order, help them learn discipline for their lives, where I do look up sometimes and, I, and I'm like looking at in the mirror at a tyrant in the way I'm speaking or whatever, when yeah. I don't feel like I'm a tyrant, but the role can get you there where you will, uh, what does the other say? Not just don't exasperate your children. Don't discourage. Provoke them to wrath. Yeah, yeah don't discourage or provoke them. Mm-hmm. You're like, how do you, I would never do that. Absolutely, I do that. Yeah. Because 
you know, you're, you just, you have enough, you know, or you sense tension in other parts of the house and you're like, you know what, it's my job to lock all this down and us to all be at peace. And so in order to make peace, I'm going to absolutely drop a bomb here, you know, and it just, you, you know, Laura will be really good to help me be reminded like, Hey, my role, uh, you know, is to one, not let mom always be the bad guy. I think dads out there need to hear that. Like, it's easy to let mom be the bad guy, you know, when, cause moms are at the centerpiece of a lot of our, everybody's house works differently. I'm not trying to stereotype, but moms are often at the centerpiece, especially if you have a girl, right. she's the one there, you know, Sadie wears makeup now. So I can't help with that. You know, Sadie does all these intricate hair things. I don't know what I'm doing. You know, I don't have hair, Johnny, you know? Right. So, you know, Laura is, is so much more involved in so much of the life because of that. And so mm-hmm. my role is to, number one, not let her always have to be the bad guy. So I will try to be present. And, and uh, ironically, I'm here shooting the podcast while Laura's home being present during the school day. So, <sighs> yeah. So, so she listens to this. She's going to be like, oh, yeah, you're real present. Negligent father. Yeah. Well, I like the idea of a tribunal of your friends, like, giving a judgment on, like, a random... <laughs> This parenting decision, just her deciding, what do you mean I can't sleep over at Stacy's? And then like, you have to bring it to us. Oh, that's great. We hand down a decision. That's like a, that's like a sitcom. But I should have the right then also to state my case to the court. You have veto power. Uh, Maybe you have like, you could do an executive order. (laughs) (laughs) I've taken the keys, so it's not happening. Well, it's funny is that idea came from Ty Wagner and it wasn't in the book, come and see, but. We're at some conference, whatever he was talking about that he has six kids yeah and and I was there last year, and a couple of the kids were talking in one of the breakout sessions about what it was like to have a pastor as a dad and specifically Todd and someone brought it up, and they said, yeah, there were a couple of times and the son said there were a couple of times i I enacted the tribunal or whatever you know yeah and in in both cases, I think this the kid ended up losing still. Like it, it, what it does is it brings in an outside party. What the kid ended up realizing is, is dad's right. I right. don't like you it. Hope, you or he's know, like, yeah. oh, you old people are in cahoots together. Right. Well, that's the thing. Yeah. <laughs> so it's one of those like I want to be the guy who, if it ever did come to me, yeah. I mean, we apologize. I apologize all the time in my house. Like that's just something we've decided. This is dumb. What am I? If I have to always be right, yeah. then doesn't am, am I teaching her that I'm right? Or am I teaching her how to not have to always be right? Oh, man. Like, which that is more will. important, you know? Come on, guys. Dr. Phil. Yeah. So, I mean, it'd be better if I make a mistake, you know, then she doesn't have... And also releases the pressure. I don't want Sadie to have to, and she will, I'm sure. I realize I can't, again, undo her brokenness or stop her from having negative memories about childhood or all those things. That's a part of being human and a part of her parents being human. Um, but I would love it if it wasn't like some black or white she's having to really unpack or heal from a lot of things because they were just arbitrarily wrong and right. Yeah. Because I said so. Like, I would love for her not to have to have that baggage. There are times I have to say, look, you don't like this decision. The answer is still no. I would rather her, if possible, also have an understanding of why I'm making it, even if she doesn't agree. Right. Well, so, sometimes you can't know that till you get older. Though. You're like, right. oh, I see totally why she wouldn't let me stay with right. He wouldn't let me stay with Stacy. Yeah. 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 Stacy was doing the big league chew. <laughs> And candy cigarettes. Candy cigarettes were everywhere. It's out of control. I mean, it's how you start. That and a side hug. That's a gateway hug. (laughs) That side hug, it leads to other hugs. Yeah, the gateway. Next thing you're full on front hugging people, get out of here. Oh, my goodness. I'm all about, listen, I do the side hug, you know, as a pastor. 
But well, I just, now it's like it's going to be weird because of distancing. We didn't, yeah, we do no hugging hardly. You don't even do. We we're not going to do the greeting. No, uh, no greeting. No greeting. The death of the handshake. You yeah. think the handshake's going to come back? I hope so. I've shaken some hands. I hope so. I've shaken some hands because I go in places now and still do some shows where it's like, okay, this is he reaching out his hand. I can either be like the person that like offends him from the get go, yeah, or I can just shake his hand and I'll. I really don't think that all of this is as they to me they've downplayed a lot of the touch. Yeah, you know the contact the, the surfaces or yeah. the you know. So I suppose yes, if that person had stuff on their hands and you put on your hands, you put if it they just face. touch their face, then you touch their hand, then you touch your face, or you touch their face, which would be weird. So <laughs> <laughs> I want to know you. I want to remember that song we used to sing. I want to know you to yeah, I hear want your it. voice. I want to see your face. But Tim used to have a big bit about yeah, about like guys guys can't get into worship today because the worship lyrics are too touchy feely for us. It's like uh, I want to touch your face, show me your face. I want to touch your face. He's like, I don't want to touch. <laughs> Was it really a worship song about touching God's face? I don't remember that one. I want to. Uh, I want to know you. I want to just want to hear your hear your voice. voice. I, I want to see, see your face. I want to touch you. I want to see your face. I want to touch. You. It was I want to touch you. I want to, but yeah, that's not, that's different. That's like, hey. But touching, touching your face, touching, I don't know. I want anyway. to put my arm around God's shoulder. So his version saying? was like, uh, I want to touch your face. No, it was like, uh, <laughs> his version of the guy's yeah. uh, worship song was something like, get me a Coke from the fridge, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> Make me some nachos <laughs> with jalapenos. Hey, speaking of, did you ever get. You know, the Shade and Shame put out an album here during quarantine. Uh-huh. Called, it's called Touch Your Face. It's called Touch Your Face. Uh, hold on. It's called, it's called, wait for it, Johnny. I'm looking it up. Oh, it's not there. Hold on. Jesus Freak. No, 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 oh. no, 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 Vintage. Okay. And it's all our songs redone. It's all like our songs from the '90s oh, okay. and early 2000s. So it's all, uh, so, well, they open with "Awesome God." Oh wow! So it's "Awesome God." I can sing of your love forever. That's a throwback. Draw me close. And like he put out a. Uh, so my favorite one on there is "Knowing You," which you and I never did that song, but that was a great song. Knowing you, Jesus. Remember that one? Knowing you. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. And so they he does it, and he may put a video out. It was Shane uh, Bernard, and he like had it's one of those like he put six squares on the screen and he's playing each part you know mm-hmm. so he's re-recording over the top and he and they were all pianos and so it's like a, it's like six different piano parts of him just redoing that same thing over and over again so really really good but you really like that record because oh andrew the day it's asked throwback. me it's a, it's, a, it's a time in a bottle it's a, it's a time capsule i yeah. had to i had to lead on sunday morning last week by myself yeah and with with just me and another guy on guitar and andrew that week could ask me you should ask johnny to come lead worship with you you know and yeah. i said Johnny never wants to do that because he feels like he doesn't know any of the new songs. Right, the new and songs. And you've been saying that now for like 15 years. Well, I would just years. have to, no, not 15 years, but I would have to take like time and actually like, you'd have to, we'd have to have a rehearsal. It wouldn't be just like, hey, come plug you like, in. Yeah. Here's the tab for the. I was like, we could do Ancient of Days though. Like we could, and that's on More YouTube. love, more power. Ancient of Days is on there. Way. No way. It is. But I don't like, here's the thing. They open with Awesome God. It's my least favorite song in the whole record. Yeah. And because they open with the verses. Mm-hmm. And I love Rich Mullins. Right. I think he was a gift. Yeah. Except for 
the first verse when he of rolls his up most his famous sleeves, song. He ain't just putting on the ritz. Johnny, it's the worst line, and someone left it in there. Like, they left it in there. Yeah. There's, and people always say that song is about, uh, God's awesome, you know, but it really is. That's, that's what Richard Mullins is trying to say. No, it's like a, it's like an awestruck right. respect, reverence for God kind of song. But yeah, when he rolls up his sleeves, he ain't just putting on the Ritz, Johnny, which makes me think of putting on her Ritz <laughs> from uh, Young Frankenstein. Young Frankenstein. Oh my goodness. I want to laugh, laugh for hours. <laughs> yeah. Do you ever, you don't watch, uh, but you don't watch any like scary movies and, uh, Halloween season, you don't like break don't, out the because you don't like scary movies. I don't like scary movies. Why not? Is it, you feel like they're morally you have a moral problem with them? Or you just don't like being scared. I was a very fearful. Did you child? Ever watch Silence of the Lambs? That's like Academy Award winning. No, you've never seen. You want to know? Pretty much, you're gonna laugh. You know what? Like the only I have watched a few scary or parts of them. But Silence of the Lambs is like a thriller. It's not just yeah a straight up horror. I feel like movie. I saw part of it one time. Wow, John, it won seven Academy Awards. I can't help it. I don't. Okay, I can do some thriller. Hannibal Lecter. Come on. Yeah, I All did. Right. So you're gonna laugh. In like college or high Hocus school. Hocus Pocus. Is that what you're going to say? Scream. I watched Hocus Pocus and... I watched Scream. Which oh, yeah. is like... Sure, that's a slasher But film. it was comedy Well, slasher. it was kind of a meta because it's about the genre that it is. So right, yeah, right. Kind of turned the industry yep. on its head a little bit. I just... Like, I think I saw some of Pet Cemetery as a kid. I was very fearful as a child. Yeah. And also very fearful of spiritual things. And I really don't know. I know this is... Uh, you say is a moral issue. It's really not... It is a, though, I don't, here's the thing. I've had so many real negative spiritual encounters in life where if somebody is really struggling with something and I don't know where the line between mental illness and spiritual issues, I do know that there's an enemy who wants to steal and kill and destroy. I do know that uh, so many of Jesus's miracles were him freeing someone from uh, some sort of, uh, evil oppression of the enemy. I know that there's so many things in the invisible. We've wrestled against flesh and blood, against principalities and powers and uh, evil wickedness and rulers and unseen places. So there's all this unseen mystery to it. All I know is, is when, when, especially in a, in a horror movie, when something is super spiritual, uh, you know, you, some of those movies, I've seen parts of them, the, um, where they're like exercising somebody or those yeah. kinds of things. It doesn't, set well with me spiritually something just doesn't set well like yeah. I, I don't I did just it's like I don't I don't there were some lines so in our house we've always Laura and I both feel that way for whatever reason part of the deal is I mean I'm telling you I used to have kids you maybe you remember this and maybe some of them are listening it's funny I'm talking 17 18 year old big football player boys yeah would I remember one night in particular show up at my house at like 11 o'clock at night like scared out of their ever-loving minds, they watched some horror movie that was super spiritual and conjuring of spirits and this and that, and it just messed with them. Right. And they went to their pastor, like, mm-hmm. what have, you know, almost like, what have we done kind of thing. And it was like, look, I- I'm not saying that that's real or not real, but there is a reality. And here's what I do know. Fear is a reality that is not from God is very very clear. Yeah, love cast yeah. Out I, I will say though, just to offer the other side but of the it, entertainment some, side. I understand some people yeah. like it's almost like a roller coaster. I get it. You know, it's not real. Yeah. I'm not saying like watching. I don't like watching movies about ghosts and demons, but like I grew up watching like horror films and thrillers and stuff, and maybe slasher films. Yeah, but it's like they're like silly to me almost. It's just like. 
they're it's like a roller coaster. It's like sure. you raise your hands instead of holding on tight. You're like, wee, you know, because you, yeah. you know it's going to end and it's over and it's not. Thing. Although I did grow up having night terrors a lot. So, you know, who knows? <laughs> Johnny's gonna, he's piecing it all together Terrible, right now. Crippling nightmares. But uh, no, I don't know. You know, what's funny is, is, is like I, I love Stranger Things. Yeah. So, you know, that's probably the line for me. Yeah, a lot of people thought that was like way too spooky for. But it's know. but it's very it's not quite alien it's more alternate dimension no it's a demon john they call it a demogorgon yeah <laughs> you just undid your whole argument but it's stranger things feels like a lot I don't more know. palatable to me well but you know it's a demon that lives in the underworld and it's trying to it's not capture under, children it's not an underworld it's the it's, it's an, the whatever it's, an it's an the upside down it's dimension it's an underworld. The idea of an alternate dimension, because again, when you're in the when you're in the upside Hell. down, it looks just like the right side up, but with this weird snow falling and everything's dark. Won't that preach, and guys, Sometimes, isn't that just like our uh, lives? Are you think we're in the upside down? Oh my because goodness. some of y'all need to get some right side up. You need to get your spiritual goggles on. Get right side up or get downside left. Wait. This sermon goes to 11. You get it? Because there's 11 characters. <laughs> no, but I mean, if, again, no, for I that understand. one. It's, I, I feel like you're making concessions because that had cute kids in it. And well, it had an 80s feel, too. Yeah. It's, all, it's like a nostalgia tornado, that movie. It is. It that is. series, rather. And I don't know. So the point being is this. Uh, to, I'm not. You didn't have to take another side. I'm not saying everyone who does that. I'm just saying yes. this is what we've chosen in in like our I get world because i will i'll wake up with a crazy nightmare or i just i don't know i just for me and i know with my daughter it's not it's yeah. not something good for her uh she's like me she's super big imagination or super right. big feelings sensitive soul yeah and so like you know we as a kid i just learned early on like yeah that's not i i don't get well, kids are going to be scared more scared easily you know this might be something that she gets into as a teenager right it should be like what's ooh, crazy is a scary is, movie coming out i love roller coasters and i have yeah. friends who are terrified of them but they love horror movies so i don't know it's but scary things don't the scary entertain movies are me their roller coasters they don't inter- yeah isn't that yeah mm. their el guapo was the real el guapo <laughs> so. a big angry guy that wants to kill us yeah so i don't know i mean again if you're listening here Heading into Halloween. I'm not saying not to. I'm just saying like... Well, like haunted houses. Going in, knowing there's a guy around the corner that's going to hey, jump okay, out. Well, this is where my, my recovery... The corn maze. This is where my recovery program really helps me to be honest and, and confess. So I went to tons of haunted houses and haunted mazes. But the reason I went to them... So I was fine. I wasn't scared. All those... Why do you Here think? Here we go. I went Making to excuses. them. Because they were always I dates. went to them as a missions... No opportunity. I would take girls. Yeah, we would go on dates as groups and everything. Well, there's something uh, titillating, provocative about being scared. Yeah, yeah. It's like a yeah. yeah. And of course, and I was always the big leg. Oh, I'm not scared, and I wasn't because I at that point in time. Well, that's true. You could show your the protective. Yeah, like oh, he was he didn't like even some flinch. guy he would jump at out at you, and I'd be like, oh my god, in my face. But you really, know? you peed your pants right. a little, a little bit inside. Yeah. So yeah, it was an inner pee. <laughs> but no i mean so i don't know like i always wonder if i'm not gonna let sadie go to those haunted places and it's like no probably not you can go with me i don't know i don't know what i want to do johnny it's all for, i'm fine with it i'm just i don't know just fatherhood's complicated going to a haunted house with your dad is just the best I'm oh. like. <laughs> it's a rite of passage oh the, her friends are gonna love it no no i'll be the cool parent remember yeah anyway yeah any of you out there who know me and we're in community together, I need your help. Yeah. This is a, this is really is takes a village on this one. So yeah, cause I'm in my own head on this stuff, but uh-huh. hey, listen, the, the truth is you really, 
I've never felt more out of control, and, yeah. and it's such a good feeling. It really is like, all right, God, this is your horror movie. God, either you, <laughs> either you make this good things happen in yeah. Mercedes. I can't. I can just do my. I can trust the Lord, do my best, and love her well. Let her know she's loved. All those things. So, and maybe that's how you approach the haunted houses too, Johnny. You just do your best to not be scared. I don't know. And we hope you know you're loved, listener. <laughs> Sorry, is it too early for that? Yeah, it's fine. No, second. it's fine. It's, we're pretty much, we're pretty John, much uh, rounding. We're rounding a third? Yeah. So what is your prediction of score They're for waving Tennessee, us in. Alabama? I think we lose by three touchdowns. Okay. Um, With hope, extra points? Or? And I hope I'm wrong. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. I mean, even like, you know, Saban, he's just, he's too good. He's got our number, right? Uh, he's we've, got, we've got the players, he's, I think. He's 21-0 against assistants. He's never lost to an assistant. I saw that. Yeah. So I think not, he's 22 now. It was 21. He doesn't just have our week. number. He has everybody's number who's ever worked for him. That's, in a, sta- that's a staggering statistic, yeah. Stanley. That's a, that's a tough one. Like, And I don't know if Jeremy Pruitt's going to be the guy with, with Tennessee after we just got throttled by Kentucky. After seeing his version of a face mask... I'm going to go ahead and say that he doesn't have it all together. You know he got fined $100,000. Wow, that's a lot of money. Yeah. For I don't think it was coach. him. The team got fined. Oh, okay. So Some booster will pay it. You know it. I don't know. Yeah, This he, whole system is... He came out and apologized. Okay. More different. He, you know, Because he is a leader. That's the whole deal. Like You're trying to, you know... Yeah, it was like it was covering everything but his mouth and nose. Yeah. It was like he was going skinny. It was like he was in a shirt sleeve. <laughs> It is. You could see his face poking out of like an old sweater sleeve. Yeah, it was weird. It was weird looking. Yeah. It looked like it, it looked like that a piece of fabric was swallowing his head. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like it was very, being devoured by an yeah. old sweatshirt. Help me! You know, you know kind of. Weird. Yeah, yeah. I made motions, by the way, listener, that you couldn't see. Oh, so, it was pretty good. Yeah, Johnny knows. John knows physical comedy. Human video, bro. That's, That's uh, right. <laughs> it's still got it. <laughs> Hey, we do appreciate you spending some time with us today, uh, and we know that uh, heading into the holidays... We know you've got choices out there. We know you could listen to any podcast out really there. really could. You chose to talk about that today, and you, you might have chosen the other ones as well, because pretty much they're infinitely offered at no price. Yeah. But, uh, so... Or no cost, I should say. There is a price. <laughs> you yeah. are paying a price to give us this <laughs> 45 minutes to an hour of your day. So, But it means a lot to us that you listen. Make sure you send us your comments. Uh, heard good things off of our episode last week with our guest, Oh, it's Allison. fun having Allie. Yeah. yeah, she was great. Make sure you go check out the Kennedy Dynasty podcast. Like, it is, it's blowing up, guys. Like, people love this podcast, uh, and it's, it's really great. She's doing a lot of great work there and a lot of great guests. So make sure you check out their website, uh, kennedydynastypodcast.com. I hope that's it. I just said it. Yeah. And Johnny's going to tell you our website. It is talkaboutthatpodcast.com. That's correct. Yeah. Forward you, slash poot. <laughs> no, it's just. Yeah. 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 You can go there and find. You, if, if some people like you want to share it with a friend, that's uh-huh. what you need to share because all the multiple platform links are on that. So, yeah. Yeah. And we appreciate you. We appreciate you listening. And uh, yeah, it's good stuff. We got a lot. We got. Listen, we thought we would be out of ideas. No, we. It's never going to stop, John. <laughs> never going to stop. We just keep living life, yeah. doing our thing. I didn't know you'd never watch the Silence of the Lambs. There you go. I think between now and next week, <laughs> that's your homework. I just, I just, don't I just, it's just a piece of cinema, not just as a whatever, just as a piece of cinema. I think you should watch it. I have eight seasons of Endeavor now that I have to get through. Before but you said you, it took you two. It took you two days to get through one episode, and you you didn't really care for it. 
I did. Like. I did like, like it. Oh, it's a little convoluted at the end. The mystery was too much. I don't know. That was that was a dead on impression. And now you're like eight seasons. You're going to devote to this? I don't know. I liked it. I'm just saying it was. I want to. I got to give the second episode a try. It's kind of like when the Breakfast at Tiffany's song. Remember the '90s song? Uh-huh. I said they're arguing. Nothing in common. We're falling apart. And then I said, "What about Breakfast at Tiffany?" She said, "I think I remember that film." And I said, "As I recall, we both kind of liked it." And then she said, well, that's the one thing we got. And they stay together because of a movie they both kind of liked. liked. Wow. It's like if your marriage is in shambles, but you're like, hey, remember that we both kind of like the Goonies? And she's like, all right, I guess we'll hold this tattered (laughs) shamble by a thread, guys. (laughs) We encourage you to have more in your relationships than just kind of liking the same movie. One movie from, yeah. That's not going to hold. It's not going to hold. I can tell you from a guy... Who's been around. You need more than that. Yeah, you, you need more. You need more. You need Endeavor or Silence of the Lambs. Maybe or, they both, maybe this is that. Maybe they're like, hey, we both kind of listen to talk about that and we don't, we don't hate it. Let's stay together. <laughs> it's beautiful. We're bringing couples together. Wow. We really are. We really are. This is not Halloween. This is Valentine's Day. We're, bro, we are making matches based upon. They are warming themselves over the, the embers of their relationship and we are that tiny spark. It's holding them together. Wow. I was thinking like warning themselves over like a hot hard drive and your computer fan is not working. Uh, you were saying all that because they're listening on their, that's their good. phones getting hot. Did your phone get hot ever? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's the worst, man. This first world. By the way, I have a seven and I'm probably about to get a 12. <sighs> Listen, man, you're going straight supernova. Well, I'm, I'm eligible for an upgrade, you know, so. I went to SE. I didn't want the big gigantic thing. and But I want the better camera. I know. Laura's when That's she takes dad, pictures, when she takes yeah. the pictures in portrait mode, they are unbelievable. I want to have that, Johnny. I want to have that. All right, is it too much? Good to luck texting with two hands, <laughs> holding that big gigantic no, no. iPad in your hand. They're small now. No, they've, they've gone not. back down. Yeah, the twelve, the 12? Was, twelve is a smaller phone. <gasps> I could have had the smaller. Phone. It's not as small as that one, but it's not as big as the tens and elevens. So it's back to kind of like a seven size. I I this was an option, and it's a square. Uh, like, um, is Apple a sponsor? Because it feels like you're going full on with this. Like Apple to be a sponsor, that'd be great. If anybody has a connection there, send us a link or a, <laughs> make an introduction. Yeah, <laughs> it. hey guys, but thanks for listening today. We'll see you next week. On not bad. Hi friend, are you stressed, maybe even worried about so many needs around you that you've forgotten you are worth taking care of too? Well, I'm Bonnie Gray, the host of Breathe, the Stress Less Podcast. I want to invite you to join me as I share practical tips based on science, inspired by God's Word, to help you spark joy and restore God's peace and love to your soul. Subscribe now and go to lifeaudio.com.